Well, hello everyone. Welcome once again to Marketing Meanders with Sally and Sam. And today, uh, funnily enough, we are we're talking about what we're doing right now to a certain degree. So, this is uh, <laughs> a discussion of podcasts and podcasting. And um, I mean, we we've we've all witnessed the rise of uh, of podcasts in say, the last few years, but in particular. Um, COVID seems to have accelerated that to a certain degree, I would say. Um, we are, funnily enough, um, we, we'll touch on this later on, we're, we're certainly going to uh, interview um, someone who is supporting our podcast, uh, Matt Easton-Jones, who is uh, Story94, and uh, we'll come back to him later on. But uh, we are we, we have been doing this for, gosh, how long is it now, Sally? I know, I can't quite believe, I think it's getting Close to two plus years, is that right? Grief. I think it could very well be. It's a long time. Yes, it has been quite a long time, (laughs) and it's um, it's something which um, I mean, you know, our our expertise of this only runs as far as actually um, recording these podcasts, and then uh, other people are are more proficient in terms of the technicalities, and uh, obviously we can help with promotion, of course. But really what we wanted to do today was talk about, you know, um, why have podcasts um, become so popular and um, how can they help us? Um, Also looking at it from, I suppose, the perspective in particular of, um, you know, perhaps the freelancers or the smaller outfits out there rather than the big, you know, uh, studios or bigger companies. Um, So I thought I'd just kick off with that really, Sally. So why? Why have podcasts become so Popular. I, mean, I think it's interesting that you say that they, they picked up during um, lockdown because I think part of podcasts is actually ha- being able to see somebody and hear somebody speaking inside your head. So if people do film their podcasts, you can actually see them. But actually just hearing them in headphones talking to you is really very comforting. And, you know, when we were all alone sitting at home getting depressed, it was nice having that. So that was the kind of personal side of it it's nice but actually I think that it's a really easy way to take in a lot of information if you had to read everything that you and I chit chat about it would take forever it would take a lot of time it would be slightly less engaging you'd probably feel required to take notes and you'd feel you were reading a textbook but actually you're getting a lot of information quite quickly in a podcast you're also getting somebody's passion and that passion is very addictive and you think god they like that they can do that i could do that as well i feel the same kind of passion and i think i think that's why they work because you get inside people's head yeah absolutely and as you say i mean i think alluding to the particular rise i mean because there's some people some of my friends i think i was trying to remember back to when i first heard the term podcast which was many years ago but i mean and i think there were certain people who were sort of aficionados of particular podcasts or just you know podcasts in general they like to go out and sample them like going to the bookshop and picking out a particular a nice novel by somebody but i suppose the going back to something which is you know Conan Doyle or or um Dickens there's a sort of serial aspect isn't there of it yeah that's a good point you've got this sort of um you know yeah ongoing relationship almost because you say the personal touch i mean certainly from a speaking from a personal perspective again um um from the the lockdown the pandemic i distinctly remember i think my 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 points of uh light in the darkness were i remember doing quite a lot of gardening as probably a lot of us did um and having my headphones in and listening to podcasts and radio shows things like that i mean i've always been an avid listener 
Um, I, I love radio, love radio shows. So I suppose I was already going to be someone who was uh, prone to podcasts or listening to them. But um, I hadn't actually up until 2020, I suppose, thereabouts, really followed a, a regular podcast of any sort. Um, my, my sister did a lot for sports and things. She was always you know, saying, oh, check this out, check that out. But I never really got into anything. But once I... Once you have that opportunity to say, well, you know, I'm happy to listen to something and get on with other things at the same time. And as you say, taking a lot of information whilst listening. My brain is one of the ones that's wired, I suppose, quite well for that, unlike some people who are more visual. Yeah. Um, but it is that it's it, I mean, it's what I suppose we might get to is sort of this. There is that sense of the, the serial and the relationship you build with the podcasters isn't oh, there as completely. well and you are you're, you're it's like inviting them in for tea in a way they're very very close to you and you almost feel as if you could go no that's not right or oh yes i think that you are having a conversation with you even though it's one-sided so you feel part of the of the discussion and so you can actually go out and i often listen to a podcast and then go and talk to other people about it and say, do you think this... Was, I heard someone today saying X, Y, Z. So in a way, it's a bit like going to the pub for a chat. It's just that you're not necessarily part of the conversation until you've taken the conversation elsewhere. And I think it, it's got a lot of reach. There's a lot of reach in podcasts. You're, you are reaching people who you might never meet, reach in any other marketing way, might you? You might... You know, you're going to reach not just the people that are listening but the people who then talk about what you were saying. So it's got lots of reach. And if it's international, so it's nice international reach, potentially. But it's I think it's exciting. You're talking to one hell of a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, I mean, there's something I was going to come to in, in, in a few minutes, I suppose, which was looking at um, the actual, you know, marketing usage of them, you know, from a professional and you know company perspective but um which i will definitely come to so remind sorry, me I, in I, case I, I don't I dragged us round the corner too early sorry <laughs> no 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 this is the meander no no i will come to that i will come to that in a little bit um but as you said i, I was just uh, and focusing on because this is the most important thing really is it's like who are the audiences and what are their motivations for listening to podcasts in general as you say and and i think that that probably that acceleration i mean i you know if I was properly prepared, I'd have some fantastic statistic to share now saying that the podcast uptake in X country has increased by da 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 da. So this is very much sort of more anecdotal, but things I've heard of and obviously we've all seen. I mean, it's been one of the stories of lockdown, hasn't it, around the fact that more people are listening and probably therefore more people are producing um, podcasts. But it kind of it's interesting. It almost reminds me of the the the, the, the Disney film Ratatouille where the central, I'll get there, this is an interesting connection, where the central connection is to do with, central point of the story about the fact that, you know, anybody uh, can cook, and even a rat, of course, can cook. Um, well, obviously, of course, a rat can cook. Well, no, What are you talking about? Of course, we all know that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a natural conclusion. But, um, but the, um, it, it's, they, they, they debate around this, this phrase of, you know, anyone can cook and also around whether anyone should cook or, or you know, can, can fine dining or can fine cuisine come from anywhere or should it come from everywhere? That kind of playing around with, with wording. So with podcasts, it's almost like anyone can podcast um should everyone podcast well we've all listened to podcasts which should never have been recorded or <laughs> haven't, I, 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 i've definitely got 10 seconds in and thought i don't like your voice actually and to be honest it really does matter what people sound like and it's, it's a kind of it's like what as you say the cooking recipe i don't you know 
there's too much pepper in this or there's too much chilli or I don't like this. And voices are like that. Some people's voices you just don't like. <laughs> and whatever they're saying, you're never going to like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's that. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I, I think, um, I, and again, sort of li- linking back to the pandemic, there's probably a number of people who, because I, when I, when we started, actually, I looked into some statistics at the time, was prepared a bit looking well at them. Well done, Sam. That's amazing, isn't it? I actually you know, did some work um, around, um, you know, what, 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 you know, motivations for why you'd want to start, and then obviously the technical requirements. And we, we are hopefully going through a process of, you know, improving in our, our, our technical um, scaling up um, output, scaling up exactly, and and so getting to a point where obviously some people can actually hear you. You're not getting interruptions, uh, and and it's it's just smooth. But then again, I mean, more around the, the motivation for it, I suppose, because I would imagine a lot of people when when the pandemic hit, you know, perhaps they were listening to more podcasts, but also thought, oh, that's an idea. Maybe I should um, do something. But there was this pressure almost, as I said about the serial aspect, I suppose certain people think, oh, gosh, well, um, if I start this, uh, when do I finish? I have to now continue. But I was looking into it and the amount of times that people actually say, well, no, we're doing a series, but it doesn't mean we're going to have it regularly every week, every month, and we're not going to go on and on, on open-ended. We're talking about a particular subject. We're exploring that from three different angles and then wrapping up, and it's a four-part series or whatever it might be. I mean, there's immense freedom out there. And I think, again, it's then, you know, looking at, well, as you say, connecting with the passion of what you want to say, um, who you want to talk to, and then why, why, who you're doing that for, I suppose, is the thing. Because, I mean, I think when you start, you sort of think, well, gosh, who's going to listen to this? Um, Who's it relevant for? And it's all part of that like like a any marketing campaign exactly or it's like any marketing plan you've just described how to set it exactly like that who's it for what's it how long are we going to do it for how is it going to help us you, you've just described exactly <clears throat> what a what a podcast is it's a bit of marketing collateral mm, mm, exactly and, and and that sort of um you know trying trying some things and, and having a bit of a plan of course about well, why and returning to turning to the why? Why are we why are we here talking? I mean, it's interesting because on a on a, a, a yeah personal basis, I had sort of thought for a while about um, you know perhaps just you know talking about something, uh, whether it was about I mean one of my personal passions, history. Um, so it's interesting how um, I mean I, I always reference um, to people I talk to about podcasts. It's uh, we have ways of making you talk. This this Second World War podcast, which I'm particularly <laughs> interested in. I'm a bit obsessed with that came out of pandemic um, and that was a personal recommendation so I, I could try I'm a perfect marketing piece of market well research because I know I know exactly where I came from I I, I had a I was on a, on a marketing job doing some record video recording and uh, this chap I started to talk to him about history and then he said oh you should check out this this podcast it's good you know and I went oh, okay and I came in at about I don't know, maybe they'd done about 50 or so. So they they reasonably well established. Um, and now they're on something like 400 episodes. Um, and I've now become a complete devotee, listen to it all the time. And I listen to it, this is the habitual thing, I listen to it when I go out for runs or perhaps a walk, but usually a run. When I go for a run, I like to listen to it when I go for a run. And so I'll I'll do that and then store some up and then it's quite exciting to then, you know, sort of unwrap the next episode when I've missed a few. Um, and then I... I went on they they diversified into having a website and then having a patreon site and so then you start to follow and you pay a few quid a month to get exclusive content and then i move on to uh, a live event and i actually got got to meet the hosts live in a field somewhere in north oxfordshire <laughs> wow. and and then they do some videos do some youtube and so it's it's really interesting i mean this is 
yeah, two guys, James Holland and Al Murray, who are obviously very well. James Holland very well known in the historical publishing community. Al Murray well known as pub landlord. So yep. they both have very well established, um, you know, uh, personas and, and brands, of course. But um, I don't think they expected it to take off as much as it did. And they've got you know hundreds, thousands of people who are uh, who are going through a uh, a relationship which is deepening, um, and it's obviously monetized for them. Yeah. Um, but it's it's interesting how um, when they started, they knew that there was an interest in a subject, but they probably didn't know exactly where it was going to go in this medium of podcasts. But it kind of evolved to a certain degree, I suppose. Yeah, that's right. It just shows how um, I think podcasts require people to be able to be fairly flexible and fluid about how they talk. What you don't want is to be given a lecture in a podcast. That's not what it is. It's not someone standing up in front of your ears and just telling you stuff. I mean, that that's a YouTube to tell you how to, you know, fix your video recorder or whatever it is you're trying to fix. But a podcast is a kind of discussion where people go, oh, oh and um and ah and giggling and all of those things. That's what a podcast is. It's more of a cuddle than it is a lecture. It's something that you feel anytime someone might go, oh, no, I didn't really mean that. What I meant is, and that's what's so attractive about it, because you're getting the real, it's very real, a podcast. Very real. We don't script it. We don't sit down. Sam and I don't practice this. I know this is probably a huge surprise to you, but we've never <laughs> rehearsed one, have we? No. <laughs> No. So that's not how it works. We just do sit genuinely, sit down in front of a computer screen. And sometimes we haven't decided what we're going to talk about until we start talking. So it's not as if we've necessarily done that much that much research. So you're getting something really from the heart and you're getting us thinking live. This is live thinking you're getting. And that's I think that's what makes a podcast really attractive, because that's often what you get. Someone actually you're watching someone's thinking patterns mm-hmm. happening. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's um, I suppose as well with what what I find very interesting, what, what we're going to hopefully do a lot more of as well, um, which we have done in the past is, you know, interviewing um, people from different areas, different backgrounds. So it's just that interesting explore- exploration, almost in, in terms of like a networking thing, but a live discussion around, yeah. well, Okay, yeah. Who are you? Where do you come from? Do you find this as an issue? When did you, did you do this? Do you have an example of this? And so I think that's that's really interesting, as you say. And and it's 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 yeah, it's an interesting thing as you say more about the the, the cuddle. And I think it just makes me think about the traditional um, radio uh, broadcasts and things Absolutely. like. I mean, I love panel shows. Listen with like mother that. if you're as old as me. Yes. Do you know what? I, listen with mother. I uh, my parents had this fantastic old VHS which uh, had. Um, uh, the the actual the, the TV version of you know they had like Bill and Ben Muffin and, the Mule um, Muffin the Mule yeah all those so I've I've I know exactly what you're referring to I, um, <laughs> and it's 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 really it's the, the the medium of it I suppose the medium of radio and and or broadcast or, you know audio broadcast is something that you know it's it's these days far more um, portable and and personal as well because I mean like at the moment I've got these earbuds in. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going, as I said, my example of doing the gardening or going for a run, it's my own personal little bit of escapism. Um, I'm not even having to play a radio in a room and bore others with what I'm listening to. Um, it, it's a sort of a, a, a sort of private escape, and I suppose that's what we do to a certain degree with certain TV programs and things that we like, or books that we like to read. Yeah. But as you say, it's, it's it's I think the accessibility of it um, and the variety of, of of content out there that you can yeah. try 
um, is immense, isn't it, really? Um, and, and it's cheap. It's really, really, you don't have to pay necessarily anything to listen to podcasts. They're completely free piece of entertainment and interest for you. So there's no reason. You, that's why people have big libraries of them, because they're free. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, and it's it's interesting. I mean, there's, there's a number of the ones which in terms of I'm sure other people do this, you know, you, you get a recommendation or you hear about one and you find it, you go, oh, right, I'll pop that on. Uh, to my um, with me, it's my iTunes thing, and it pops yeah, up so the next episodes come along. Um, I do f- sometimes struggle to find time to listen to all of them, so that I naturally select the ones which I'm going to follow religiously. You know, and other ones, I again, it always seems to be when I'm gardening or something. I'll just go, oh, I fancy having something mm. there, so I'll I'll just pop that on now, and I haven't Follow listened to that for months and months. There. Yeah, that's it. It sounds like I'm sort of really green fingered and all the rest of it, but um, <laughs> and obviously this time of year is not great, but. But yeah, it's it's that sort of thing where um, you know you you do take these things up. I mean, what I was going to say is I'm coming back to my point earlier on. Where I wanted to circle back in terms of well, I suppose there's two other questions to explore around. You know, how can how have people and how can people if they're in smaller businesses or freelancers perhaps exploit this medium? Um, but then also, I suppose looking at it'd be interesting to look at the examples of how businesses have done this or moved into this space in the last couple of years in particular because i've got an example um of um uh working with someone who was creating articles and a regular newsletter um and they're sharing this on linkedin and then after that after doing you know not not long posts we're talking i, mean, I don't know maybe 700 words 500 words something like that it's not massive um for, for a you know an art news newsletter or an article then they said oh actually you know what i should move to podcasting um, but specifically for interviewing people. So it was about sustainability, um, principally, this this was. And um, they said, uh, I'd like to move and create a series, a series of interviews of five individuals talking about their perspectives on, you know, sustainability at large. Um, and that lent itself very nicely to that medium. And, and it, it was a way of, of reaching wider audiences because, I mean, the LinkedIn newsletter was only going to go to the subscribers of that newsletter. Um the podcast then added an extra dimension. Um, and I think a number of businesses perhaps have done things in that way where they've created perhaps a lot of video, written a lot of blogs, and they go, ah, do we have another channel? And perhaps yeah. they've then switched into podcasts. I think podcast. you're right. And you don't, I mean, to be honest, you could very easily do an audio newsletter. I mean, to be honest, you have to wonder, those people out there who really very work very hard on their newsletter and every time I'm working with a client who say, I'm going to do a newsletter, I smile slightly through gritted teeth because how many people actually read it? You send it out there, but really, how many people read newsletters? I myself, I can't actually remember the last time I read, I've re- I read a newsletter. It's just not something that happens. Partly because you have to take the time and you might need to sit in front of your computer and you've got too much other things to do. And when you're sitting in front of your computer, 12 emails arrive and that's more important. So you kind of don't read the e- e- your newsletter. And it probably would be a really good idea to turn your newsletter into a podcast. And you could just email all the people who are on your list, say, look, new one's out today, go check it out. And then they've got to listen to it. And to be honest, you can get a lot of information into two minutes Two minutes is quite a long time to record. Um, A lot of information can come there. So it's not as if you've got to sit there for three and a half hours putting together a saga. It could just be two minutes of audio that people are going to take on board, 
few bit of information and they're actually going to read it rather than the newsletter which nobody ever ploughs through. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what, funnily enough, now you've said that, I'm almost thinking there's, a, there's a, another client I'm, I'm, I've recently started working with and I'm thinking of even suggesting that to them actually um, it's, uh, because I've just, I've just written down here, I mean, what we've already alluded to here and I think this is, this is relevant for businesses and also for, for the freelance market is the idea of this is another medium, but what are we looking to do with it? The purpose, as you say, what's the purpose of the newsletter? Are we trying to get people to click through, well, read the stories, consume the content, click through, and then get in touch with us and say, oh, yes, you're talking yeah. about uh, you're talking about the latest handbag design. Yes, I'll have one of those, please. Thanks very much. But That's actually, true. we are effectively, I mean, using this as a, as a follower uh, or rather, you know, relationship building tool, I suppose, and that relationship mm. building enables us, if it's a business where, uh, yeah, let's go back to the handbags. Come on, we've talked. No, about I think that's right. Too right. So, so we're doing that, and we've got. You know, we're going to go off, and we're going to interview Giovanni about how he sources the best quality leather, or something like that. In, mm -hmm. you know, we'll, we'll pop off to Tuscany or something like that. I don't know. Just of we'll course, talk to I think them it's and... absolutely essential to get the real feeling and sound of Tuscany. Exactly, exactly. It's the only way you can do it, really. Yeah. But uh, but if we're talking to people about you know whatever business we have, or um, to customers, or um, you know going to an event. And then we are, you know, we're, as you say, we're, we're surfacing these stories, but we're talking in the natural, more natural way, um, which if we get our followers and our, and our interested, um, well, I say our followers, non-customers and customer followers, people yeah. who are interested in what we do. Um, and then we're starting to relationship build or keep a relationship warm, aren't we, by, by doing this. So perhaps it's a very good tool there to, to do that and then taking snippets. So yeah. perhaps you have a newsletter which is actually just snippets of... Um, the podcast, for example. Uh, absolutely, you know. completely. Could, to save you time, so you're not putting, producing multiple bits of collateral when actually you only need one. And the thing about a newsletter is that if very rarely do you get your your customers to write bits of your newsletter. I mean, if you've got a very big brand, you just might get somebody to do that, but it's extremely unlikely that most of SMEs would get that to happen. But actually, if you had an audio newsletter and you just phoned up one of your customers and said, could we just chat about you about that handbag we saw you buying? We know you bought it. And you said you said it was going to be really useful for you to put your daughter's seaweed collection in, like she likes to collect when you go to the beach because it's waterproof. Do you think you could just pop on and maybe your daughter could be on and say how wonderful it is for their, her seaweed collection? And that's much, much more likely to have some traction with customers to be who think, oh, look, I can listen to Molly, who's just got her seaweed collection I've got someone just like that, and actually it's going to suit my dog's soggy balls. Excuse me. Excuse the innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> See, oh, Daisy, you can fall into all sorts of troubles in a podcast, but um, <laughs> it's going to suit my dog's soggy um, raincoat that I often have to roll up yeah. and put into my handbag. <laughs> so I think it's kind of a... I, I'm, I too am now thinking I'm going to suggest to all my clients that they do an audio newsletter. Well, that's it, everyone. Thank you very much for listening today. We're back with part two on podcasting next time. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to keep in touch, you can find us at Meanders Pod on Twitter, or you can get to us on Facebook. You can also uh, email us, which is meanderspod at gmail.com. So uh, hope to see you or hear you or you to hear us next time anyway. And uh, good luck, everyone. Take care. Bye for now. Bye.